Many people have questioned Jimmy and his East Coast charm. So I am here to set the record straight today. We are delving deep into Jimmy. Prepare yourself for Jimmy, the civil engineer. (laughs) The civil engineer. Bobby busted my balls about that all week. (laughs) (laughs) And you're laughing too. He's like – did everybody know Jimmy's a civil engineer? He's a civil engineer. You know how many times he told everybody he was a civil engineer? I was like, did I really say it that much? <laughs> I feel like you didn't, but I'm like, it was so funny the way he was saying it. So I, I had to throw it in the introduction, and I laughed out loud when I did it, thinking of Bobby. <laughs> oh, God. I think I said it three times. I, I, you know, he, he latches on to something. Then if you, if you latch on to something with him, he, he's like uh, – he, he blows it off, you know. When it's when it's about him, he blows it off. But he won't. He'll start harping on it when it's me. So you had to make it clear to the people. I did. You You're know, not a freak. They They're think I'm some porno guy. <laughs> they think I'm some porn so guy or something. It? I'm out building buildings, yeah. people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Jeez, everyone, give Jimmy a break. Okay, Jesus. so now we're gonna try to make Jimmy not so innocent. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to delve right into this because I have some serious questions that I need answers to. Sure. Fire away. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Oof. Um, that was, I think I was 15 or 16, 15, like towards, towards the end of fi- when I was 15, almost 16. Um, so you were like freshman, sophomore? Yeah. Uh, uh no. No, I was a sophomore junior. Okay. Does that, does, does that make sense? You're eight, six, 16, 17. So maybe 16, 17, not 15, 16. 16, 17. Okay. I, was, I was a little bit older. Yeah. I, I, was, I had a steady girlfriend for, for um, probably about, we were dating probably for like six months and then we went for it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, you- I was like, um, you know how like there's certain guys that are just like, in, that's that's their main goal, you know. You watch like American Pie kind of movie, and that's their that's. I was more the sports dude. Like I was in, I had, I was playing every sport and stuff like that. I was in a band, things oh, like that. You? So yeah, so I was like, I wasn't focused on that. And then I guess, but I, it wasn't like I didn't, um, I didn't reach puberty. It was just like my focus was on was on that. It wasn't even on school. I I, I did well in school, but not. I could have done better. I I wasn't a study. I didn't study that that much. I just did. You know, I just did it. I did uh, the bare minimum and did did pretty well. You know, that's awesome. I had I did not picture you as like a jock. No, really. No. Yeah, I, I was. Um, no. Played soccer. I played basketball. I played hockey, tennis. Now I play golf, but um, basketball. Yeah, I played. I played pretty much everything. No. No football. I did not play football. I was not into it. They tried to get me to play football. We had a very good uh, high school football team and. The coach constantly, because I played soccer and soccer was the same time as football, wanted me to kick for the football team, you know, because I, I was a big guy and I kicked like a mule, but uh, I just wasn't into it. Like I, I wasn't like, um, you know, the football players usually in the high school are usually like the, you know, kind of like the jerks and stuff like that. I just didn't fit in with them. So I just. Um, See, that's what I was thinking. So that makes sense. You thought I was a jerk? played a lot of sports, <laughs> but you weren't like the douchebag football player no i was not like that at all and to, it's funny because um a few of my friends and i uh, we were all very friendly with 
all the groups of, of, of people in school. You know, you have all the cliques. I was in the, I was in the clique right. that was friendly with all the other cliques. I'd never really had much, any, any like uh, problems, like fights or anything like that with other, other groups of people. We, me and my friends were kind of like, um, what's the right word? We, we, we just basically, we went with the flow and, and everybody kind of liked us and, and nobody really hated on us. It was, uh, it was actually, I had a good time in high school, but I wasn't like uh, a partier really. I wasn't like, I, I was, I was like focused on sports pretty much, you know? You said not many fights. So you had fights. I had fights cause I played hockey and stuff like that. So yeah, I got fights, <laughs> I got into oh. fights, you know, but I never got oh, into nice. like a fight over a girl or, or like a fight in the, I, I, I almost got into a fight once. Um, I was a good basketball player and, um, me and my two friends, we were in gym class. Um, we played these three other older kids, and they were much bigger than us. And we kicked the shit out of them. And I was hitting like three pointers and everything like that. So afterwards, um, my friend and I were in the locker room getting changed for, for for our class. And two of the guys came up behind us and were like, "We heard you saying shit about us under the boards." I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I had my like my lock in my hand. I was ready to. Uh, he was a lot bigger than we were at the time. I had my lock in my hand. I was ready to punch him with my uh, my, my uh, master lock, <laughs> but but nothing oh, ever happened. I just damn. kind of ignored him. Yeah, so I was that a lover, not a crazy. fighter. You were prepared. I was. I, I was thinking about it. Too. I was like, like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to hit this guy with the, did, with my lock." <laughs> did you grow up in New York? Yeah, I was born in the Bronx, but I only lived there a year. Uh, my parents moved uh -huh. up to Rockland County when I was a year old, and I've been there ever since. I did live in the, I How lived in the Bronx for school from New York city, like 25 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. It's not so too far. Did you grow up like going into the city? Um, yes. Like my, my dad would take me to like, uh, New York Ranger games and, and Yankee games and stuff like that. Um, but I spent most of my time when I went to, when I was in New York was when I went to college. Cause I went to Manhattan college for civil engineering. Uh, for civil engineering, of course. Of do, course. Do you feel like your childhood, like, okay, so like the Midwest, obviously real slow pace here and this and that. Yeah. But living right outside of such a huge city, did that like vibe kind of like uh, seep into where you grew up? Like, do you feel like it was, I don't know, more like just exciting? It it did as I got older. When you're when you're younger and you're in the suburbs, all you know is uh, taking your bike and going up to your friend's development and and playing street hockey or or wiffle ball or stuff like that. Once I once I hit high school and like concerts and, and I and I got really into music. I'm really a, a big music nerd, um, and started going to concerts and everything like that. That's when that's when it really hit me that I was like um, I was blessed to be in blessed to be in the state of New York because. Well, every concert comes to New York, you know, so whatever band I love, uh, yeah. they, they came to New York and I got to see them. I think there's like maybe two bands that I never got to see that are like European bands that, that don't play here. So, but other than that, I've got, I've, I've been able to see every band that I've liked. That's awesome. What years was that, that you were in high school? I was in high school, 88 to 92. So uh, I would say about 1990, 91, 92 is when I started. Um, I was into music already, but that's when I started really going to like concerts and stuff like that. And when I went to college, forget it. I, I spent so much, so much time in, in like the village in Manhattan going to, going to shows and everything. I was a goth, believe it or not. Like I was, I dressed all in black 
we, we kind of got into it last week when I said I had a bunch of piercings. <laughs> so. Oh my God. And goth on top. Okay. So I'm, my mind is blown. Okay, you played <laughs> all the sports. Yep. And then you got piercings and went full goth. Like, that was, what was, that was going after your mind. Like, why did you decide that? Well, a f- a funny story. It's not really a funny story, but um, I got, I got into like, um, like I was into heavy metal and stuff like that. I liked all types of types of music, but I was into heavy metal. When I went to college, my girlfriend actually came to the, ended up going to the same school as me. Um, and it was great. Like the first, first year was good and everything like that. And then, um, is this the same girlfriend that the virginity losing? Yes, it is. That, that, that yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. We, we, were, toge- were together for a long time, like f- three or four years. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, it, it's cute until until like the second year that she was there, and I, I used to go to I used to work at my dad's store. My dad's store is um like ten blocks away from from Manhattan College, so I used to go I used to work there until until classes started getting a little harder, and um, then I stopped working there. But I would go home on the weekends with him. I'd go to work and then I'd go home for the day because it's like forty five minutes away. See my grandparents, see my mom, and then come home come back with him Monday morning. Um, one weekend I came back with him on Sunday and I found my girlfriend in bed with somebody else. So, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. like literally found her in but person. Not, not yet found her in person. They weren't in the act of doing anything, but they were laying in the bed together, you know? And it was like, you know, nobody's doing that. Just hanging out, <laughs> you know, wait, whose, whose place was this? It was my dorm room with my, my roommate. And she, oh, oh my God. So you got back to school, you went into your dorm, Yep. you opened the door and there she is in there with your roommate. Yep. Yep. Wow. Laying in bed, full, fully clothed, laying Which in was- bed, but I like flipped out. And this, this guy was like a little, little guy. He was, so he started, he got really like, um, nervous and started throwing up all over the place. Like, I guess because he thought I was going to beat the crap out Stop! of him. Yeah. Stop. Are you serious? I swear to God. Yeah. He just started vomiting. Started vomiting, ran into the bathroom and was vomiting. <laughs> uh, if that well, you met me. I'm, I'm not exactly, uh, I'm not exactly a small person. So, I mean, you know, it's like, uh, he was, say he was like five, five or five, four, you know, and I'm six foot four, 220 pounds. <laughs> and, and I'm pissed off. You think he, he, he like panicked, you know? Oh so. my God. Were you guys close? Yeah, he was like he was on my hockey team and everything like that. Um, we, you know, we were roommates. We we chose to be roommates. So, what, right. So, do you would you say that was your best friend at the time? No, no. I have I have a a, a, a friend that I've known since birth, actually, who's who's my best friend. Um, okay. And and Bobby's up there too. But um, yeah, I, I have a friend Sean who who um, I've, his dad and my dad were partners on the police force when when I was born and when he was born. Um, he was born April 4th. I was born April 20th. So we've known each other since birth and he actually works. He works with me now. Oh yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. We have a great relationship really do. But um, you were goth and in college for civil engineering. (laughs) Yes. That's what I was transitioning to was, um, so, uh, once that happened to me, I, I got really depressed. I, you know, I went, went to like the school psychiatrist and stuff like that. Um, and then I got into, I got into like the goth and music wait, what and year stuff was like this? that. This, this was, was freshman or sophomore year? This was sophomore year. So this was probably 1993, 94, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. 
93, yeah, 93, 94. So um, it may have been 94, 95. I got, I, I would have to go back and look, but it was around that time. Um, so I got really down. Um, I was down on myself and stuff like that. And that's, that's when I got into goth music and industrial music, industrial music's basically like nine inch nails and stuff like that. So I got, I had an angry phase, but, um, I actually got over it. Um, you know, I, 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 I looked at it as he did me a favor. If she was going to do that to me then, then she was going to do it to me at some other time. So, um, I, 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 true. I turned it around and, um, actually I, I, I talked to him today. I, I, not, I didn't talk to him today, but I talked to him like during, during this time. And I, um, asked him to be on our hockey team probably like six or seven months later and stuff like that. So I, I got over it. I don't really, I'm not one for holding grudges. Wow. Yeah. That's a big thing to not hold a grudge about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Holy that's, so that's so how I transitioned to goth. Dormate. Um, we did not, he moved out then. He moved out. As soon as that happened, he moved out. <laughs> he couldn't keep anything in his stomach around him. <laughs> um, I think I tore apart a, a wooden chair in front of him is, is what happened. And, and he got all, uh, he got nervous. So um, that, that's, what, that's what ended up happening. But that's how I got uh, into Well, you goth. left that part out. Yes, I did. I, did, I just remembered it, actually. I, I just remember getting. Oh. Yeah. Um, getting well, really this is angry. like therapy. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, walking down like, the hall, like, like do, 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 and, and walking into my for so long. Exactly, you know. But um, I'm not angry about it now. I, you know, it's I. It's like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a, almost a funny story to me. But you know, at that at that time, it was not funny. I was really uh, sure. really upset. Like like I said, I was you know I was dating that girl for four years, so three or four years. So, oh man, yeah. Were you planning on putting a ring on it? No, there was no talk of that. I mean, that was that was early on in college and stuff like that. And you know what? It, it was probably not going to last much longer anyway. But you know, the fact that we went to high school and then she followed me to the same college and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I may, maybe that was going to happen, but no, I, I we weren't talking about that at the time. Too young for that. How old were you when you decided that you wanted to go to school for civil engineering? <laughs> um, junior year of high school, when you go, you go talk to your guidance counselor. Um, yeah. I was very much into uh, AutoCAD and wood shop and stuff like that. So I, I, I was focused on, I wanted to be an architect. So I went to my guidance counselor and she's like, so do you have any idea what you were looking to do? And I was like, uh, I'm looking into architecture. And she goes, well, you know, architects, there's a lot of architects around and um, they're almost a dime a dozen now. And I, I don't know how she knew about this kind of stuff, but, you know, I guess she did. Maybe she knew somebody who was an architect. Um, I think it's their job. To what's know that? that? You know, like yeah. what's actually needed yeah. to make their students successful, which is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's funny about it. So she said, she says to me, um, did you ever, she's like, you have really good math, math scores. You ever think about going into engineering? And I, and I, and I swear to God. I said to her, I was like, you mean like drive trains? <laughs> uh, she like looked at me like, what? I was like, I don't understand. She's like, no, engineers, they, they like design, you know, like uh, the first thing that came to her mind, she's like, you know, somebody who designs like um, a roller coaster or something like that. I was like, yeah, I would love to do that. Like that's, I would totally do that. I just thought it was an architect, but you know, engineers are behind that too, you know, but um that's that's when it, it flipped on me, and I was like, you know, I, that's what I wanted to do. I was unclear of if I wanted to be civil or mechanical. Mechanical is more um, 
like HVAC, HVAC systems, but it could also be like designing like gears and, and toys and stuff like that. So I went into mechanical and then um, my dean talked me out of it. He said, you know, you may, may want to get into civil engineering. It's, it's a little more generalized and you have a better opportunity to get, you know, you don't have to, you won't have like a specific job. You'll have a, a lot more opportunities to, to um, like what you do as, as opposed to uh, pigeonhole yourself with a mechanical engineering degree. Not that there's anything against mechanical engineers, but he said it was just like a broader spectrum for me and, and what I wanted to so do. So for all of us basic bitches, what exactly is civil engineering? Like you go into the office, you sit at your desk, you open the computer, and then what happens? What exactly <laughs> well, I don't, do you do? I, the, the best part... I, I, I've, I'm a civil, civil engineer, but what I do is construction consulting, or, or it's, it could be called construction management. Um, when I got out of school, I got a, a civil engineering degree designing piles. Piles are these big, long, I'll call them sticks, but they're like, <laughs> that get driven into the ground and they support structures. And I was there, sitting there designing, like I, like doing math and, and stuff for whatever it was, you know, like a month or two. And I was like, this is, I can't do this the rest of my life. I'm not sitting behind a desk the rest of my life. I need to interact with people and stuff like that. Um, and I ended up getting a job with a, a construction management company. And that's where you interact with contractors, you inter interact with engineers, you interact with architects and owners, and you get your job changes every year. Like I, you know, I've built a, an arena, I've built um, a jail, I've built a juvenile detention center, a courthouse, a school. So like I've been, I've, I've had like opportunities to do a lot of different things. So, you know, like you don't get, I didn't get bored on what I, what I was doing. So, okay. So explain then. Okay. So you sit at the desk and yep. then you get on the phone. I sit at my desk. Um, I, I get a lot of emails. Um, I get a lot of project issues. So like, um, not, not to get too deep into it, but like, you know, you get, you have a set of, of construction documents or plans and specifications from an architect and engineer, you give it to a general contractor. And there's a lot of, a lot of times there's some errors on there and, and there are things that they left out. And I'm, I have to fight for the owner to make sure that the, the contractor, when they're issuing like uh, changes, like, like cost changes, I have to mitigate that and, and make sure that they're not getting, they're not getting scammed or they're not, get, you know, and, and also we manage the schedule. So we follow the, the contractor issues us a schedule and we make sure that they're abiding by it and the project isn't falling behind. So we're basically like a liaison for, for the owner. So, so they know, they're, so they're not just spending their money willy nilly and they're, and they're getting their project done on, on time. Wow. That's crazy. So is the job that you have right now, was there a requirement or a civil engineer degree, or it could have anyone went in there. Like you could have went in there with an English degree and gotten that job. No, generally it's it's engineers, and sometimes you'll find a couple of architects here and there that, that were architects. Um, well, I guess because you have to know what you're talking about. Never yeah. mind. You have to know, like you have to know what you're fighting for. Yeah, you have to know that. You have to be able to understand plans and um, engineering plan, like architectural plans, which, you know, you're, you're doing your house and stuff like that. You can look at that and understand that. I was going to say your job description sounds like what I've been doing for the last year. Like <laughs> it's exactly, calling, it's exactly what that done? is. Yep. Why isn't that done? Yep. And then I, you know, I, I thought building with a company, I thought there'd be, you know, that my mind would be eased, but no, I'll call them and say, Hey, the lights still aren't here. And they're like, Oh, we'll give them a call. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. And then I call the lighting people and they're like, well, can you come in? I'm like for the fifth time? Like, okay. So yeah. 
that's fun. So yeah, you described uh, what I've been doing and I'm not getting paid for it. Yeah. Well, I get people. paid for it. So, you know, that's a good thing. I, when I built my house with my ex-wife, it was, um, the contractor wasn't happy because he fit, he found out what I did for a living and I, and you know, I was holding him accountable the whole time and, and he thought he was going to get stuff by on me and stuff like that. And it ended up being a fight, but, um, in the end, the house came out beautifully, did a great job, but you know, the building a house is not easy, you know, especially when, when, um, it's your money and I'm not, I'm not like looking overseeing somebody else's money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you, it's it, more it, personal. Yeah, It's more personal. It hits you a little bit harder and you know, you want to get what you want. Not that you don't want, not that I don't fight for the owners to get what they want, but you know, um, it's more, it's, there's just it's, emotional attachment. Exactly. To it. Exactly. You know, and, and, and then, and you have the pressure from your, your spouse too, you know? So, uh, that's not easy either. My, my spouse is pretty chill. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, that looks good. I'm like, <laughs> I need something here, you know, like which, which, uh, which would do you like better? Oh, whichever one you like, honey. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm the, that's I'm a whole different podcast. My, anyways. when I built my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different one. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got way, way, way off topic. You did. Okay. I was so interested in all of this stuff. Okay. So, Back, back, we're going back in time with Jimmy. Now in, we'll just go with college. In college. Yes. What would you say girls were like back then compared to how girls are, or women are now? Oof. I don't, you, you know, it's funny. I, my, I was with my first girlfriend for three or four years. I was with my next girlfriend for another four years. <laughs> so. Well, um, I guess so. Just base it off of them. Yeah. Then. Well, no. I mean, um, it. I, I guess it depends on the type of girl, you know. Um, I've always gone. I've always been like um, when I when well, my first girlfriend was more of like the girl next door kind of girl. My next girlfriend was very goth and very into like the, the same scene I was in and stuff like that. So she was very open. Um, uh, if, if are you asking sexually or are you just asking like in general? No, just overall, sexually and in general. Yeah, I, you know, I think that girls now are a little more open when it comes to, when it comes sexually. I think back then it was just very like. Um, remember you were saying last week? Oh, I'm. I just it's missionary and that's it. You know, I think it was more like that back then. You know, and and we were talking about how girls shave now. Back then it was, and I say back then it was freaking 1990, <laughs> but but it was it, it was <laughs> holy shit it was. It was over. It was thirty years ago, but um, you know the the shave. Sh- sh- <laughs> it's crazy when you think about oh that. Oh my right? god! Yeah, nineties. That wasn't that long ago, and you're yeah. like, wait, that was thirty years it's ago. It's crazy. That is really crazy. But you know, like the shaving, that the obviously legs that girls shave their legs. But back then, it wasn't like you know every girl wasn't like bald and stuff like that down down in the uh, vagina area. <laughs> but um, it was it was I think it was a little more um. What's the, what's the right word? It was a, a little more relaxed. It wasn't, you know. I think I think girls these days are a little more um, adventurous, you know. Okay, okay, like okay. And so this goth girlfriend that you had mm-hmm. when you were with her. So you know, did you know that you were going to leave that phase of your life? I for left you personally. I, I never left the phase. I still listen to the music and still like very much into that scene. Like I, I like that scene. I, not that I go, I don't go to clubs and stuff like that, but um, 
I never left the phase, but I did, I did like leave the, the dressing phase and the piercings and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, 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 I did, uh, I did leave that once, once I got out of school, I, I knew I had to take my piercings out and, and I had to, I had to go to work, you know, I had my fun for, for in college and, and I just went into my professional life basically. I don't know how I just did. So I just happened, dropped it and that was it. You what know? happened with that goth girlfriend then? Um, we stayed together for a while. We lived together. Um, we were together for four years. Um, and then we just, you know, when, when you live together, you start see, you know, she was very, I don't want to say she just didn't, she didn't like me hanging out with my friends and stuff a lot. She, she just wanted to kind of stay together and, and not, not go, not venture out and stuff like go, let's go to a concert. Let's go with these people. Well, I don't want to go with them. You know, it was like that kind of stuff, you know? So mm. it was just like, I, I'm, I'm very much into hanging out with my friends. Like I, when I go on vacation, if, you know, I'd love to, I like to go away with a bunch of people, you know, I don't, I don't want to hang out with them the entire time. So like if, if me and my girlfriend went with you and Kayla to, to Vegas or something like that, Hey guys, we'll meet you for dinner here, you know, and, and the rest of the day, right. we'll, the like rest a, of the day, a little bit of time, like exactly some, uh, a lot of time uh, by yourself, but then at night you get together with your friends exactly. and party together. Right. Or meet for breakfast, yeah. and then hey, at breakfast we'll be like, all right, where do you guys want to go to dinner? We'll meet you at dinner there. We're gonna go do this, this, and this today. If you guys want to come, great. If right. not, we're gonna go do our own thing, and that's it, you know. Um, yeah. But it wasn't like that with her. It was you know, she, especially at that age. That's yeah. Really, how old? How old were you when you guys split up? Um, shoot, maybe I was twenty. Let's see, twenty six, twenty seven. Wow. Okay. And you said you were together three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. And so you knew that you weren't going to marry her. Um, I wasn't ready for marriage at that point in time. So it wasn't that I didn't know I was going to marry her. I like, um, I, I definitely could have, I think, I think her and I would have, would have been a good match, but I, at that time I wasn't ready and she was a little bit older. So she was ready. And it, that's kind of what, what did us in, you know, she was like pushing her family was pushing and, and, I was not into it at that point in time, you know? Oh, okay. So. But it wasn't her though. Cause I always wondered that about guys. Like, cause you know, guys definitely. And I mean, I, I fall into the category as well. I waited until 33 to right. get married, you know, like yeah. I was in. But that's no okay. That's not that. That's not, but that's um, not even that lead anymore. You know, everybody, uh, I think huh? now it's not like, like when my parents got married, everybody was like 21, 22. Now, nowadays, it's yeah, like, that was great. do you know what I'm saying? Like nowadays it's, you know, you know, what's funny about that though, Bree is, is maybe, maybe not a lot, but like my parents are still together. And, um, I, I feel like people, a lot of people who were married early stay together longer than people who get married and late for some reason. You know what, Jimmy, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. And I've discussed this with Kayla and we both say that we wish we would have met each other. Like if in high school right. or, you know, in like college age. Yeah. Um, because I, I know we would have worked, we would have worked at any age. Like you are who you are as the core of a person. Yes. Yeah. You grow over time and you develop, you know, better qualities. Hopefully, you know, you grow and stuff, but at, at the core, you are who you are. And I think that we would have just been great together. And I think that there's a lot behind, and you and I have a, a couple mutual friends that have been together for that amount of time yeah, too. Yeah. And their marriages are so strong yep. and they're best friends. 
And I think that it's like you just grow together. Yeah. You know, like it's like maybe that's what and it I feel is. Like yeah. When people, yeah, when people come together when they're older, like it's like it, it's kind of it worked out with Kayla and I because she was still she was 25, I was 30. So it's like I was especially set in my ways because I've lived so much life. Yeah. As to where she was just plucked you know, from the cornfields in the country right, and right. she didn't quite have, you know, so it, it worked out because she was very laid back. But I'd imagine as you get older, it's harder to mix your life with someone. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. And when it were, it could work obviously, ahead. but it could work obviously. But I just feel like I always noticed that, um, like my parents and people, my parents' age, there's a lot more of them together than there are people that are like my age that, that got married when I got married, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. okay. So about that. So yes. can we talk about your ex? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if there's something that okay. I, that I, that I don't think she would want me to say, then I won't say it, but, <laughs> but okay. yeah, we can talk so about that. How old were you when you guys got together? Um, it was probably about a year and a half a year and a half after I broke up with um, the other girl. Um, and then how long did it take you to propose? We, we, were, we were best friends, her and I. Like we were really good friends um, from, from high school basically. And we were just – Oh. Um, and she was dating somebody for a long time and I was obviously, date, obviously dating a girl for a long time. And um, we were both single and um, – you know, for, like I said, for like a year, year and a half. And we just started, you know, hanging out a lot more and, and going out to dinner and stuff like that. And it just, it, it just all of a sudden just happened, you know? Um, it, it was, um, it's, it, it, everybody, everybody thought that something was going on prior, but there, it really wasn't. I don't know how, how else to explain it. Cause we had so, we have so many fr- like friends, like people that are the same, same friends that they all thought that we were together and we weren't for for a while we were just good friends and just right. nothing was going on you know we were just um you know we were i was living my life at that point in time and, and i started i was working and stuff so i was focused on my job and 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 moving up in my career and stuff like that i wasn't really focused on on girls at the time you know right so wait so how long was it how long from like actual oh for oh that's right you, you said how, um maybe about a year my my, propo- my proposal okay. and you, my proposal. I I'm I'm such a I'm so nerdy. Um, she she's <laughs> she, she was a she was a big she loved dolphins, not the dolphins. She likes dolphins, the animal. So right. um, I took her down to Disney. They have a place called Discovery Cove where you get to swim with dolphins and stuff like that. Uh, so oh boy. I brought the ring down with me and I, and I, um, prior to going down there with her, I asked them if they could have the dolphin bring her the ring. And I proposed like that. The dolphin brought her like a buoy that had the ring on it. And, um, and I proposed on like their, their makeshift beach there that with the dolphins. So that is so cute. Yeah. Oh my. So how old were you at this point? Um, Let's see. I was probably like 28 and she was, she was 26, 27. Okay. So you waited, you waited a decent, and what year, so what year was that? Um, we got married in 2004. So it was like, um, 
I want to say it was like 2002. We we had a long engagement. We we were engaged for a while. So okay, uh, we ju- and not not for any other reason other than we just took our time planning and everything like that. We weren't in like a super rush. We just wanted to get everything right, you know. So uh, right, right, yeah. So and then also on the coast because here in the Midwest, yeah. you still are expected to get married pretty young. But on oh, the really? coast, it's a lot more progressive. Yeah, yeah. You wait like. If you're not married by the time you're 25 here, usually something's wrong. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. No, here, yeah. It's, here it's just like, you know, uh, when we got married, all of our friends were getting married and stuff like that. It was, you know, it was all, we were all around the same time. You know, you have that, wa- yeah. you have that wave when, when you're that age where everybody's getting married and then you have like, you, you know, you have the friends that are, um, you know, that aren't getting married and you, and, and they're like, I'm never getting married. It's like, and it, yeah, it's like it just because everybody else is, I feel, you feel bad for those people, but it's like, no, it's just, it's just, uh, just happens to be that everybody's getting married at the same time, you know, but I'm looking up right now, average age married in New York. I looked it up before. Um, it is 30.9 years. I was going to so say, I was going to say 30, I was going to say 30, and, 31 and that's probably. that's for men. Right. And women is 29.5. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So 30 years yeah. old, basically. Yeah. That, that's about right. That's, that's what I would say. 30, 31, you know, and, and I'm going to look for Indiana. <clears throat> um, women start, started having babies a little, a lot later now, you know, like you always had the high risk pregnancy thing where it was 35. Now the high risk pregnancy, I think is 40. Where where the, where you you have to do go to extra tests and everything like that, but um, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's hopeful for me. Oh yeah, you know, you're this, please. Uh, oh please. Last well, week I'm, you said I'm you were old. Now you know, like we're. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not gonna. Well, we couldn't go get pregnant right now. <laughs> it's it's it sucks because you know name the baby Corona straights Jimmy. These fucking straights, they can just go and make a baby. Just yeah. have it at home if they want to. The average age in Indiana is 27. Okay. That makes sense. 26.9. Yeah, that makes sense. Twin- yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Back back to my questions. I Like I said, <laughs> I, I, I knew I knew going in, I'm like, it, I can't just stick to a list. No, you but know? isn't like, that the point? I get so interested in, yeah. in what you're saying. Okay. Uh Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. Well, mm, this one is more fitting for what we're talking about right now. What is your view on marriage versus dating? I'll start with that one. My view on marriage versus dating. Um, I, I now because I'm single, uh, not single, but but now because I'm not married, um, I went right into a relationship. So <laughs> I'm probably a terrible person to ask this, but. Um, marriage to me is, is great, but you both have to have, but you both have to have your space. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why Are you religious. No, no, not at all. I'm not, I'm not religious. My ex-wife wasn't religious either. She was Jewish. I was Catholic, but neither of us practiced. So, um, well, okay. Not practicing, but do you believe in God? Um, I, I, I guess so. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think there's something out there, but but I, I'm not like. Um, let's put it this way: if I went to church today, I still know when to kneel and when to when to do all that stuff. But I just I don't go to church. I'm just not just not into it. You know, it's just not it's not my thing. Um, I never, right. I, you know, and I and I think the the that I was forced to go when I was younger, and I think that's what pushed me away from it more than anything. You know, 
Um, right. My ex-wife was – her family was just not very religious. They they had Christmas trees and stuff like that growing up. So they were super <laughs> – And not, they were Jewish. And they were Jewish. They, so <laughs> they were they, like, we're going to do the more fun. I think, I like, think that's why – Yeah, I think that's why she married me actually just to have Christmas. <laughs> just to have real Christmas. <laughs> I'm not sure though. But uh, yeah, that, it was um, – yeah, I and as far as dating, I I haven't dated, you know. I that that to me, I like I haven't dated. I I you know, I'm I'm in a relationship and you know, I I mean, I guess you can call it dating, but I'm I feel like I'm in a relationship. So, um I'm not out like people dating different have you people. Been with? I, total in my whole life? Yeah. Um I really have to count this. One Six, seven, seven. Oh my God, you're so pure. Yeah, right. I love that for you. Yeah, I'm not. I like I said, I was never really one to be running around. I was. I was. I'm. I guess I'm more of a relationship person because most of my relationships have been more than a year. You know, um, between my between my wife and the previous girl, I probably had. I, I dated for about a year, a year and a half. Um, maybe two or three girls there, but you know, as far as sleeping with them, I, I didn't sleep with all of them, but like I dated like two, three, maybe four girls, you know? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So dating as in you saw more than one time. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is the longest you have dated a girl that you haven't slept with? Um, it would be during that year, I guess. Um, maybe, maybe like, three or four months, maybe I, I'm not, I'm never one really to push that kind of stuff. Like that, that's never been me, you know, like uh, I, I let it happen um, naturally. Organically. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I mean, okay. <clears throat> the first night Kayla and I were able to meet in person. Yeah. I jumped your bones, you mm -hmm. know, like I, I was ready. Like well, that's, I that's, knew, like, yeah, that's understandable. This, yeah. And also, you know, there, there are people that I would try to wait with and then we'd get in the sack, you know, a few months later and, you know, because my, you know, I'm a girl, I'm Brioles and I got to do the purity thing, you know, yeah. like make sure they're there for the right reason. So yeah, I waited you have three a whole, to five months. You have a, you, you had a whole different. And then they're terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, I'm never waiting again. Yeah. So it's like, A. How could you wait? How 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 could you you do do you either know or you don't know right away? What do you mean? Say that. What do you, what do you mean by that? Okay, okay. I'm so kerflunkled by this. Okay, that you have dated this long without ha sleeping with someone. Right. Okay. So like you didn't even end it with sleeping on them. Like oh, I slept with them and it sucked. And it sucked you know, yeah. after four months, so then I left. Yeah. Okay. You just didn't sleep with them at all in the four months. Right. Um. Like, how did you not? <laughs> how did I not? I don't know. It just yeah. um. I, I. Like I said, I just like you know, like the opportunity didn't didn't come, arrive. I mean, it just, arise. It just you know, we would go out to dinner or something. Like that. We went out a couple of times and then. You know, they would say, "Hey, do you want to get together?" We're like, yeah, it's like, and and just never spent like alone time, like in, you know what I mean? Um, oh, like y'all didn't go hang out at each other's. Exactly. House, there was the it wasn't like turns. any Netflix and and chill kind of things back back then, you know. <laughs> so it's, you know, we'd oh, go out to dinner and shit like that. So okay. you, really, you know, 
yeah, I guess you could say you want to come over and watch a movie like, you know, it was DVDs and everything back then. But um, just never, you know, I guess a couple of girls that just didn't really I, I didn't really push for it. And it didn't it didn't happen. I didn't I wasn't like uh, I got I got to bang this chick. You know, I'm, I was, I've never been that. that you person. did like professional dating. You were like, I'm taking you out. You go pick them up in the car, drive them to a place. Right. OK. Yeah. Wow. It's so funny That's because nice. my, my current girl, well, my current girlfriend, we didn't, we didn't meet each other in person until for six months, seven months because she's in, she's in California. Um, so that, that I, that I waited for, I mean, but obviously we had, you know, um, we, um, we FaceTimed and stuff like that, but we didn't, we didn't, we weren't able to touch each other for six or seven months, you know? Were you guys an item before you met in person? Yes. Yes, we were. Wow. And how many people did you tell that to? Maybe 10, maybe 10, not even. Did your did your parents know? Um they ended up yeah, I ended up telling them. Yeah. Yeah. Did they like say anything like how could you, you know, because my favorite show is 90 Day Fiance. Right, right. And it's all about people that have not met in person and are going to meet for the first oh time. Oh, my God. I never heard of that. One time, you know, and then they're like, you know, obviously this is a little different because you're both in the U.S. You're right, not right. engaged. I don't, you're not engaged, right? No, no, no. Nope. Okay. Um. So, you know, but it's still that thing of like, which... I'm not saying anything about it because I've done the same thing that you've done. Like yeah. I, I had this long distance relationship. That's actually the one I waited the longest on. Yeah. And then when we met in person, the sex was really bad and I was like, so bummed. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, glad that didn't happen with you, obviously. No, it didn't um, at all. You said that very confidently. It did not at all. There was nothing better. There was nothing better than, and, and not even, not even sex wise, there was nothing better than, um, meeting somebody, not being able to see them in person and then getting, and then flying on a plane and then going to see them. There was honestly, it was never a better feeling to me. Like I, it was awesome. You know, just hugging, just hugging her and, and kissing her like for the first time, just getting off the plane and seeing her in person was like, I, I wish I can go back to that moment. You know, it really was, uh, it, it's, um, not to sound like stupid, but it was like, a, it's a magical moment almost because you're, you're so close, but you're so far, you know, and then, then you're finally there in front of each other, you know, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It just really was, um, it was, that was a great experience. And even now, like that when I go so fly funny. there or she, yeah, when she comes here or I go there, it's like, um, that flight there, it's such a long flight, but it's awesome. I don't know how it's like. I can't, that anticipation is great, and it's just seeing. Oh my her. gosh! Yeah, it's just seeing her. It's I not love even, this. Yeah. yeah, I love. So okay, so uh, I had a question, but I was like so in into what you were saying. Yeah, the last thing like, you asked me getting was, lost in the moment. I'm seeing like Disney shooting stars, <laughs> hearts. <laughs> XO XO. So, the last thing you asked XO, me was what XO. I thought of marriage marriage versus dating. I didn't have a good answer because I don't really I haven't really dated really. So I didn't have a good answer. So you guys are extremely in love. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you guys both have a conundrum. Yes, we do. Can we talk about that? 
Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we can. Okay. I, and I think a lot of people have similar types of situations. Yeah. So there's kids from previous relationships mm-hmm. on each side. Yeah. And what do you, what do you do? What does a person do? And you guys are literally on separate sides yeah. on the opposite ends of the, you could not be farther apart in the country. Well, right now we, I got to, I have to get my divorce finalized more than anything. So it's, we're, we're not in the, it's not normal for us right now. We haven't even had a chance to be, to be in a normal relationship because of that to me, you know? Um, so we're, we're in a position where we want to first get into that spot where it's, it's normal, I guess. I, I think that's the right word. Um, right. And then, then figure it out from there, you know? Um, right. It's, it's not easy, but I, you know, it comes up here and there, but it's just, it, it's, it's an uncomfortable conversation, but you know, it's, um, it's something that we're going to have to work through and we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. It's just, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, um, I need to get my life in order first. And she does too. She's, 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 re- she's divorced. Um, and she had a whole custody thing going on and stuff like that. So she, you know, she, she's, she's on a good path right now. I, I still need to get on my path. So. Um, that's, that, that's the way it the, is. I don't want to speak too much for her. I obviously. would imagine that the uncertainty of everything is creating a great deal of anxiety for you. For me? Absolutely. That, that's yeah. creating anxiety that creates anxiety. My, my divorce creates anxiety. Um, obviously missing my kids and this, this pandemic thing is really, uh, taking a toll on me because I'm, I'm alone in an apartment. Um, I can only FaceTime my kids because I'm still working and me and my ex agreed that it's probably best that I don't see the kids or, or I could see them. I've, I've gone for walks with them, but I can't touch them. So going to, which is actually worse. So going to see them and not being able to hug or kiss my kids is just like, it's torture. So when I, when I heartbreaking, leave, yeah, when I leave the house, it's just like, uh, it all comes out, you know, I, like I, I just break down driving back, back to my apartment. It's, it's rough. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. But you know what? It's for the right reason. I don't want them getting sick. If for some reason I'm carrying this virus or whatever, I, I haven't been sick. I haven't felt sick or anything like that. But I don't want to take that chance. If if one of them got sick and it was because of me, I would, I'd uh, I'd never forgive myself. You know. So yeah, that's, that's it's for the best right yeah. now. It's just it's so tough. Definitely such a tough situation. And then so okay, so with this divorce. Mm-hmm. Not getting into details or anything, yeah. But what is a divorce like for those of us that have never experienced that? Um. Well, do my, you think it'd be a lot different if kids weren't involved? It would be a lot different if kids weren't involved. Absolutely, uh, a, a thousand million percent. <laughs> um, you know, I we're, we're we're going through mediation as opposed to a normal divorce, which is it's a lot cheaper. You're not paying for. Uh, tons of lawyer fees. You're paying for a mediator. Um, you so basically, um, you're not sitting in court the whole entire time. You basically c- come up with a um, an agreement and you both sign it, and then then you go to court and the judge the judge approves it, and then then you're divorced. Um, so why is it more time consuming then? Like why isn't it already done if you guys are just going through mediation? There, there's there's stuff that I I don't want to get into like financially that that um is holding up a lot of things so. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we're work, okay. we're working through that, but um, so then moving forward, yeah. then past when this is over, the divorce and all of that, 
what realistically, you know, I think about this for you as a friend of yours, mm-hmm. what, what are some of your options that you and your girlfriend have discussed going forward? Like what are some possibilities? Um, well, like I said, try, try and get on a normal path. Um, when, when we first started dating and stuff like that, you know, she, our, our fights would be, you know, you're never coming here. You're never, you know, you're never going to, and you know, I, I didn't know what I could do, you know? Um, I don't, and the, the only option really is if I, if I was to move there, you know? Um, and, and that's the, that's the only option. So right now it's like, you know, we talk about it, but it's also, we don't because it's, it's, it's something that, that brings up bad blood between the two of us. And we, and we're trying to work through that and try and figure that out. You know, um, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of timing issues for me, you know, with, um, with kids and stuff like that. So it's not, it's, yeah. it's not an easy answer. It really isn't, you know? So, right. But, um, well, you know, I'm sure that the kids, they would be ecstatic to go spend spring breaks, summers and all this with their dad in California. And it's in L or LA, LA or San, San, Diego? Di- San Diego. Okay. San Diego. Yeah. I'm sure they'd be pretty freaking stoked about that. I know my daughter would. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if I was a kid, if I was a kid, I'd be like, "Woo!" But this is all still new to them and stuff like that. So, like, I, I haven't even, right. you know, broached the subject really or anything like that. It's it's one of those things where right. it's down the road. I got to get past a lot of things before I even even start getting into a serious discussion about that. You know, so. Well, I'm telling you, as someone that's a former child. Yeah, a former if, child. If my parents got When were you sports. a child? Were you really a child? <laughs> <laughs> you never if told my me that. If got divorced <laughs> and one of them moved. Yeah. If they had moved to like um Indiana yeah. <laughs> where I'm at, I'd be pretty bummed yeah. about that. But to be able to be like a jet setting kid between New York and California. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely not the worst thing in the world, honestly. Right. No, I know. I know. I just from a kid's perspective, like, you know, thinking back. So if that eases your mind at all, I don't know. No, it it, it does. Okay. It does, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. So okay, back back we're going back on track okay back to my silly questions this no uh, is getting silly the, my uh just forewarning my questions get sillier as i go down the list that here. is I'm, no I'm problem skipping Those some are... because some of them are so ridiculous no you got to ask okay. if they're ridiculous you really have to ask them that <laughs> okay 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 all right um you asked for it okay did you find impregnating someone to be the most dominating and hot thing you've ever done and that's a question for me personally for anyone that listened to the last podcast. i know you're uh yeah <laughs> you, you're gonna be uh you're gonna be pro procrastinating about this answer later <laughs> exactly yeah um i never thought of it that way honestly i like you know i was when when you're trying to have kids, right? Um, yeah. They, first of all, when when you're having your first kid, it's such an unknown, and you're, you're you know you're trying to work through cycles and everything like that. Then you're 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 you start getting into a cycle where you know you you both you're doing it every night, and you know sometimes you're both working 12, 13, 14 hours, and you're just like, all right, let's we got to get this, we got to just do this because we're trying to have a kid. You know what I mean? Like 
So it like what the heck? Okay, okay, okay. It back it up, totally happens. Up. Totally this happens. Was not like a baby made out of passion. The, the, these babies were made out of like cycles in the calendar. This was like, uh, honey, you need to get on top of me right now. And then after you get up, I need to stay in this position for the next 30 minutes to make sure that it takes. Yes. Plan, like planned pregnancy, not like, you know, if, if whatever happens, happens. But me and my ex were very like, we're both very, pl- I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm a civil engineer, so <laughs> I'm a planner. She was a planner. So, uh, everything was very much very planned, you know? So, yeah. But you guys, okay. So did you guys try it first to do if it happens, it happens, and then that didn't work? No, we both decided that we wanted to try and have a kid and, and we both went, you know, you know, she would, she would try to check, try to check her cycles, like keep, keep a calendar on her cycle and everything like that. And when she was ovulating, things like that. And, um, it was more in that sense. It wasn't, there was, it wasn't like, um, Hey, whatever happens, happens, you know, it wasn't like that. Wow. I Is think that, that you're that a minority. I, I think so too. I think so too. I, it's a person, it's a personality thing. And when you both, when you're both like that, it's a different story, you know? Uh, like a good example is, is my current girlfriend is not like that. So it would be more of a, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. Right. You know? So, um, yeah. I, okay. So you're right. That takes all of the masculinity, like, oh yeah, I'm going to get you pregnant. Like yeah, out that, of that is, then that was not in my head like at all. Yeah. Tool. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Like a, like a fertility, like you're, it's time to put your dose in. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> exactly. all the excitement out of this for me. I'm sorry. I will not be I'm so sorry. pro masturbating to this later. <laughs> Procrastinating. <laughs> Procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pro masturbator. Okay. Aren't we all? Aren't, aren't we all? Okay. Um, well then, now that that dream has been extinguished and I, I, I'm me, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm boring. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. Do you think that men can like anal activity and be 0% on the gay spectrum? Yes. 100%. Yes. I can honestly okay, tell you, so- I can honestly tell you that my good friend, Bobby McNasty, um, is his first question he first first question he asked you because he didn't know it was you was so anal yes no <laughs> and and what did i say you, you uh, me me <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> is what you said i didn't know what i was getting into with i this know show. I, know I was like oh god jesus christ what the hell is this they don't even know who this is and they're asking me about anal <laughs> Like yeah, can I get like oh hi uh, who who are we speaking with tonight? You know none of that. Well, because we thought you were some, we thought you were the girl that hung up on us. That's why. So we we thought you we thought you were we were there was a girl who dropped her call and we were and he was talking to her about her sexual stuff, all sexual stuff, and I'm sitting there and working in the phone, and all of a sudden the phone dropped. So I was like, she's off the phone. Then the phone rang and it was you calling, and I was like, hello, you're on the line, and he's like, she's back. I'm like. Uh, you said hello, and you kind of sounded like the girl that was on before. So he's just like, "So anal? Yes, no?" And you're like, uh, "Me?" <laughs> <laughs> and then you played along for a little bit. You're like, "I only, I only, I'm only gonna orgasm if if I give you anal to Bob." You said it to Bobby, and he's like, "Well, you ain't giving yeah. me anal." 
<laughs> and uh, Bobby is definitely 0% on the gate. Well, you know what? He was talking the other day. He was talking about how he likes to get a finger in the in the, the coolie plots. The coolie plots. See, I'm telling you. Okay. So, I mean. So, maybe it isn't honestly, 0%. I, I don't know. We'd have to get Bobby on because I have I have questions. Oh, we, about we definitely Bobby's can have sexuality. him on. I think he may be a little bit more experimental than he's than he lets on in more ways than one. And I think that this East Coast bro mode has made it so he won't machismo. let down his wild side. His machismo on the other side of that spectrum. Right. Right. I, I can tell you a good Bobby story as far as as far as uh, the gay spectrum goes. Um, Bobby, uh, can't, he works in the, he works in the city. So uh, during the time when Rudy Giuliani was kind of cleaning up Times Square and everything like that, the, he was taking down taking out all the the, um, the porn porno stores and stuff like that. He was getting getting rid of them. Uh, Bobby okay. Bobby saw a homeless guy on the street with a with a big box of of porn and gave him like twenty bucks or something like that. For the, for the box and so he comes home and i was dating the uh the girl the goth girl at the time okay um and he comes home with this big grin on his face and a box of porn he's like just got this box 20 bucks there's like 50 videos in here and, I, and i'm like <laughs> i'm like we're both laughing and everything like that so we're like looking at the titles one was like tickle time uh, uh you know um what the hell nazi german uh, some Nazi camp or something like that. Some weird. Sh- it was like all weird stuff, you know. So then yeah. we oh, oh then God. then we get to one video. It was called Pool Boy. Oh, Toothless People was one. And and the pe- and the the girl the women in the in the video had black tape over their teeth. Like it was that. <laughs> it's so fun. Oh my God. Just remember laughing. They were so bad. They were so bad. So one of them was called Pool Boy. And so we put that in, and we all were like, "This has to be a gay, a gay porn." But uh, well, let's just put it in. So it's it's the three of us, and all of a sudden, it's this guy sitting behind just like a plastic, like a plastic table, like a Costco table, and another guy walks in with like these really, really short shorts and like a half shirt, and he's like, "I'm looking for a job." And the other guy stands up, and he's got short shorts on, and his freaking his rod is hanging out from underneath the from from below the shorts. They were so short, and he starts slapping it on his leg. He's like, "How bad do you want this job?" And then it like automatically automatically flashed to the other guy, giving him head. And Bobby started freaking dry heaving. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Turn it off! Turn it off!" It was like, uh, "Oh my god!" It was so funny. It was so funny. It was a. Uh, so we we used to we we passed pool boy around to so many different people and told them it was like something else and <laughs> we used to give that video to so many people it was funny pool boy oh my god you yep. know i even okay i'm very experimental right. i like to try to watch all different types of porn and yes, so i of course tried to watch the gay male porn and I, I just can't get into it. Like it, it's there's nothing there for me at all. I have so many gay guy friends, but just watching the porn, right? Nothing. I, nothing is happening. And I've seen a couple here and there, but it's it really is like I, I not for me at all. You know what I mean? Like I just, ugh, like, it, like I just don't feel feel comfortable with it. I guess I don't know, and and I don't care. Like you know, I, I you. People do do what they want, but it just doesn't do anything for me, you know. Even even like lesbian porn, I've never really been into that. 
you know, I'll watch it here and there, but I've never really been in into that. Like, like some certain guys, like Howard Stern is like huge lesbian porn fan, you know? So right. I just, I never, never was like, never really got into it. So when you guys would watch these porns, let's say it was a porn where was Bobby all, we, was not dry heaving. We'd never watched a porn guys, together like that. <laughs> we, we, we just, we just, no, I've never, no, I've like never no watched no a porn with circles? a guy. No, never, never had a circle jerk. No. Okay. <laughs> jerk circles. I don't know the term. That's how bad I am. Well, you, you got, you got the I words right. words right. I will never understand yeah, I, that. I will never ever understand that. That that's that, there's no way there's guys doing that. There's no way that straight guys are sitting there doing that with their buddies. I've I've heard guys say that they've done it. Really? We need to find yeah, somebody that, that's done that. Us. We need to find somebody that's done that. That's straight straight guy. Uh, as, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, they they're very open with me. You know, like. My texting guys, yeah. the guys on FanCentro, OnlyFans, all that. They're very – I mean, everybody is. Everybody – it's – you know, Kayla and I always talk about we're shocked by how when someone gets alone with us, even to our face, the things that they will admit and say out loud. Right. Um, just because of, of who I am and just us being gay and younger. Like, we don't know what all the components are to it. But people really, really open up to us. Right. And we are – you know, and, and they think like, oh, they, they're crazy. Like, you know, but no, we leave talking shit about them. You right. Know? Like we really do. We're like, oh man, they're a nutcase, you know? Yeah. Um, just like anybody else would. Uh, no, but it, it's, I, I'm glad that people can open up to me, but yeah, I definitely judge, judge them. I judge everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly have never really, I, that has been never – first of all, it's never been offered to me. I've never had friends that were like, hey, you want to come over? We're going to watch a <laughs> – we're going to watch Nightmare on Porn Street or something like that. You want to come over and watch? We're going to have a, we're going to have a circle. We're going to have the circle jerk. Never had that occur to me. And and uh, Okay. Jimmy, okay. Let's say a scenario. Okay. okay. You and Bobby are sitting there, all yeah. right? And – it's just the two of you. Bobby went, he had found another box of porn from a homeless right. guy. Okay. So he brings it over. He's like, Hey, I can't, I can't do the New York accent. <laughs> Check out this porn I got. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let's put it in there. I got some good pornos. Okay. This is really bad. accent. So, and then, so you guys are watching it right. and then, you know, you're sitting night, not next to each other, but you're, you know, kind of a little bit far apart on the couch Yeah. and you see out of your peripheral, he pulls his penis out and he starts like slowly jerking it. <laughs> what do you do? I'm like, what the fuck you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Get off my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and play with your monkey. Don't come here to fucking play with it. <laughs> Oh my god! That would be the last thing that Bobby would ever do. <laughs> that was some scenario. He's gonna listen to this, be like, "What the hell is she talking about? Me on your couch jerking off?" <laughs> he's gonna be so mad at so much of this podcast. At least he skims through them, though. So, like, you know, he doesn't listen. To oh, I know he listens. So yeah. Hopefully, he'll skim over these. I like parts. how he, he automatically um, fell on the part where I told people that, that I. I <laughs> I only masturbate to my girlfriend. 
Like, of course, of course, that's where he he lands on is is that part, right? And I had to hear about right. it all week. Son of um, a bitch. Have you that that brings me into my next question? What's have that? you seen Bobby's penis? No, I have not. No. How many penises have you seen? Uh, aside from like my sons, <laughs> my sons and and my dad when I was a kid. Uh, but like, being I, I, I mean, I, obviously, obviously in, in pornos, I've seen it. In in the, at the room. at the at the gym in the locker room um, at the gym, it was mostly it's mostly like old men walking around with nothing on. Like when I mean old men, like seventies, eighties, older guys. The younger guys, okay, like why, me. Why do you think that is? What is the is the word disparagement between like this younger generations and the older generation just walking around nude? Like what? What? Why do you think that is? I don't know. Uh, yeah, where where is it that they don't care? Because it's it's not as much as I don't care. It's I, I, it's it's cold. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I got out of, I got out of the shower at the gym. I put on I put a robe on because I don't I'm freezing. You know, these guys they just get out and they're walking around swinging like swinging their swinging around. You know, it's like I I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. And and maybe you just like when you're old, you're just like ah fuck it, I don't care. You know. But it's but it's me not walking around. Me walking around naked is not. I'm not doing it because I'm nervous walking around naked in front of people. It's more, I just don't, I'm cold, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not a, it's not a comfort thing. It's just, I don't, it's not something I would do, you know, old guys, they just don't, I, they don't care. 90, 95% of the old guys at a gym are walking around with their, their, uh, Franks and beans hanging out. I think it's a time era thing. I think it's like, you know, back in my day, you know, when we had to walk six feet in snow, we didn't care if we saw each other naked. Back in my day, that's what it is. back in my day, we used to walk around with our cocks out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. even sword fight sometimes. I, I, I yeah, yeah I, it's it's a very strange thing. But in gyms, that is definitely it. So uh, how many penises have I seen? I Maybe I've seen like 50, but not not on purpose like I, it's like i turned around and there's an old guy there with his, with his junk out um i've never seen I've, aside from my son and uh my dad when i was a kid you know like you your dad would uh take you in the shower sometimes or whatever but other than that no never never really uh i've never seen that i don't think i've ever seen any of my friends no now that i think about it i haven't do you ever okay when you see a penis, okay, we're just going to go with on porno then. Okay. Do you, okay, so, okay. Now, obviously, all right, I'm with a woman. So, you know, I I love girls in that way. Right. But I can also look at girls in a straight girl way, like the okay. type of girls that aren't my type. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's really gorgeous, you know, but definitely, like, not my thing. But, you right. know, like, I can, she's so beautiful. And so, like with a vagina, for example, right. I can look at a vagina and not be turned on by it, but be like, "That is a great looking <laughs> vagina." Are you able? You know where I'm going. You know I know I'm where going. you're going Are with you this. Able to look at a penis and say that is a really good looking penis. I've, I honestly have never said, "Wow, that that guy's got a nice cock." But I've seen ones where I'm like, "What the fuck is going on with that guy's dick?" You know, like, "Holy shit, there's something <laughs> wrong with this guy." You know, like. Like I, I've seen like ones on pornos where I'm like, how, how do they even let this guy be in a fucking porno with the dick that looks like that? Because like his head, like the head of his dick is like, is like, like crushed or something like that. It's just very weird. You know, 
Um, I've never, right, I've never like looked, I've never looked at him and be like, wow, that's a nice dick. That guy's, that guy's got an impressive wiener. <laughs> no, really? No, I've never really had, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's not really, uh, I, I you know, if some guy's got a bit, I'm like, wow, that guy's huge or something like that. But I'm not, I never, never thought of it as like, Hey, that's a nice one. You know, I never, never, never thought of it that way. Now, when it comes to like guys, I, I you know, I, like if I think some guy's a good looking guy, I'll tell you, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I don't know. I, I don't say stuff like that, but never looked at a, a, a wiener that way. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Speaking of trust. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I trust you that you, you didn't, you're not finding penises attractive. That's okay. I was hoping for a different answer, but we'll let it well, go. Well, if I said, yeah, if, if I said, yeah, where would you go with that? Because I honestly have never been like, I got to go back to that porn because that guy had a nice dick. I've never, I've never well, like. Well, not like that, but I mean, I've just seen really impressive, like on my Twitter feed, like some of these girls, you know, they're like, oh, look at my vagina. Oh, I've seen. I've, and I'm, I'm like, saying, that like, is you a know, beautiful vagina. I've, I've never seen like, I've never said, it, hey, that's a good looking cock or anything like that. I'd say that's impressive. Wow, that's impressive. That guy, that guy's hung like a horse or something like that. You know what I mean? I've said stuff like that, but I've never, I've never been like, wow, that's really nice. <laughs> Uh, because I've seen some really pretty penises where there's no discolorment. Right, right. They are like in perfect shape, you know, maybe not too and that's straight, what I'm talking not about. too bent, just a slight, slight curve. Right. You know, like a, a good si- good head proportion to the rest of the body of the penis. You know, like, can, I mean, there can, are good looking penises out there. I, I know this is, this is an interview with me, but can I ask you a question? Did you ever have to? Yes. Did you ever have to work with somebody and be like, "This fucking guy with his ugly looking cock"? <laughs> did you ever have to? You know, <clears throat> well, when we were talking earlier and you were talking about deformities and such, right, right, right. This wasn't so much a deformity, but there was this guy, and I worked with him a few times, and he was from another country, barely even spoke English. Okay. I wish I could remember the country. I can't. I was very young. I was like Turkey. nineteen, <laughs> and there was a bump. I don't know. There was a bump in his uh, penis, and I brought it up, like to in the, the producer, shaft, and I was like, "Well, what is this?" You right. Know, because I was concerned for my safety. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And he was like, "He's like, um, let me ask him," and he asked him, and uh, the guy was like, "Pearl." Pearl and Pearl. The me and the producer just looked at each other. So it was a uh, long, long story short. It was customary oh. for these men to get pearls put inside the skin of their penises. He was uncircumcised. Okay, and but it was way up on his shaft though, and they have these pearls on wow. their penises underneath, like they tuck it in under the skin underneath. Wow. Yes. So it's like it's like a yeah. body modification almost. Right. Yeah, right. Wow, that's there impressive. Was, you know, no other signs. There wasn't any bumps. Right. There wasn't anything else weird about it. It was just this big old bump. And, you know, then when we were performing, of course, I'm feeling it because I'm very curious. Yeah. And you could tell it was not attached to him. Um, you know, like it, it wasn't a part of his body. It, it moved around. And yeah, there's just a pearl in there, a pearl in his penis. <laughs> oh, penis pearl. Nice. A penis pearl. <laughs> I, you're the only person I've ever told that to just now. <laughs> that guy's penis is worth more than mine, I guess. So he's got a pearl in it. <laughs> he's, when, he's like gi- when he's giving a girl a pearl, you know? a pearl necklace, I guess it, it gives it a real meaning there, you know? Let me shuck your cock. <laughs> Let me shuck your cock. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was shucking this guy's. Co- I was I was shucking this guy's cock. What do you mean sucking his cock? No, I was shucking it. He had a pearl in there. Shucking it. <laughs> he had a pearl in there. I was trying to get it out. That's fucking weird. That's funny. But uh, I I've know, I, I've heard of strange. modifications and stuff like that where they do put they they put like um, metal inside it so they're, they're it's ribbed you know like so you know it's I, I've heard about that yeah crazy it's stuff weird. yep that is crazy stuff back to Jimmy back, back to, to Jimmy. Jimmy sorry I I I, I sorry I digressed <laughs> no I, I I'm always one getting off track okay being a man yes. and being on the <clears throat> inside of what men discuss amongst each other. Right. On a scale of zero to a hundred, how untrustworthy is the male species? Oh shit. Um I I, I don't know if I can answer that because it depends on the circles you run in. Do you know what I'm saying? I have a lot of sure. I have a lot of friends that are very, very good guys. Um, you know what which friend group would you say is the best? Like describe that group of guys, what kind of jobs they have, what type of activities they like for the ladies listening in on this so that they can make sure to gravitate towards that. <laughs> um, I, a lot of people, a lot of guys in my field are, are very, and I think, I think it's more because they're very career driven and family driven. Um, I think are very honest. I, uh, everybody in my, in my office are very, very good guys. Like I've never, there's not a lot of that talk, um, you know, we, we have like a game room in our in our office that has like a pool table and stuff like that. And every once in a while, we'll all go hang out and, you know, have a couple of drinks and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever had somebody in my office where, where, where they were like, you know, had some like side piece or something like that. They, they're, they're all very much into their into their um, wives and their kids and stuff like that. Um, but would you know, <laughs> though, are these also the kind of guys that would be classy enough to not divulge that kind of information to their coworkers? Um. I would say ninety percent of them I'm close enough friends with that I, that they would say they would tell me, like not 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 in a oh, bad wow. way that they, they would they would they would tell me that that there were there was something going on yeah. You, and you feel like you can also just tell by the way that they talk about their wives and exactly their kids and stuff. yeah I mean it, it's listen everybody when everybody who's married and you know when when I was married everybody in my office will talk about their wives almost the same way it's just everybody has the same trials and tribulations as. Uh, when, when it comes to marriage, when, with uh, certain things, I have a very, um, my job is, is it's a lot of hours. Um, I, I, you know, like even this week, I probably worked like 65 hours this week, you know, and, and, um, I used to get home late and everybody in my office, their, their wives are always complaining, you know, they get home, you get home so late, you get home so late. Um, so I, I, you know, it's, uh, like I said, I think it's a, it's a, what circles you run in. I've had I've had friends where where they're just like you know I I and I don't I don't gravitate towards that so I've had I've had friends that that are like that and they're not friends anymore do you know what I'm saying like friends that are that are loosey goosey and and out and about I just they're just not they're not people that I I um I hang out with just not for me that makes sense what was the other thing that I was going to ask you. There was something. There was something that you had said that I wanted to ask you about in regards to that. Oh, oh. So, okay. So you said all these guys are talking. Mm-hmm. And you guys all talked about your wives and stuff. So I don't. Okay. So how in depth would you get? Would you guys discuss like, oh, she said this and it's really bothering me. Like this is weighing, you know, like heavy on me. That that kind of stuff. Did you guys like have discussions about like worries? Um. 
I've had, like I said, my, my, my best friend works with me. Um, so yes, I've had conversations with him about it. Obviously, you know, we, we've had, we've had in-depth conversations about my, my marriage and, and his marriage and stuff like that. Um, the rest of the guys, it's kind of, it's kind of light. It's more like, you know, making fun of stuff, you know, um, uh, perfect example is one of the guys in my office. He, he calls, he, he's telling me, he's like, it's like my wife just called and do you know what a 529 account is? It's like a, it's a, like a school account. It's a account that you put money in for school for kids for college. Um, but it, it's, no. it's, it's, it's based on like on the stock market. So you put, you're investing money in the 529 account and, and depending on how the stock mar- market goes, um, the money could either go up or it can go down, you know? So he calls me, he, he calls me in his office. He's like, I just talked to my wife and, and she's like, I just checked the 529 and there's $10,000 missing from it. Do you know where it went? And he, and he's like, he's like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> like, like, like stuff like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it went down, it's going to go back. It'll go back up. It'll go back up. You know, it's like, it's just stupid stuff like that. You know, I've, but I have, I've had some uh, heart to hearts with people. Cause you know, I have people that work for me. So like if I see them having issues um, in the, at work, I'll, I'll confront them in a good way just saying you know are you having like you know you having personal trouble or something like that um and sometimes that'll break into a, a more in-depth conversation but it's not not often that 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 happens um not not really i'll talk to bobby about stuff to, though I, I, I'll, I'll get into detail with him sometimes you know so oh, okay so i'm sure you're aware of this but there can be 10 women just hanging out in a break room one can say something right and then all everyone will just start i mean it's like word vomit like right. you could barely know this coworker it could even be just a temp that's going to be there for the week right and they know this woman's whole life story and everything that's ever happened with yeah, her husband I th- I think and i'm sure you are, know that's how a lot of women yeah are. yeah i think i think women's women are a lot different in that sense that they're more open and they and guys are more goofing around and, and busting each other's balls and stuff like that. And obviously there's some serious times, but I think guys are more light when it comes, when they're at work than, than women. I think women, women divulge a lot more information to their, to their coworkers than, than men do, you know, of their personal information. Why do you think that men aren't as open? Do you think it's because of how you're raised? Are you raised to be very stoic and, keep your emotions inside. No, I think it's a macho thing to be honest with you. I think I think a lot of guys don't want to don't want to express their their emotions. I'm I'm a very emotional person. Like like my girlfriend hates me because I I I'm like a crier like if something like like when I leave her I start Aww. I get really upset. Yeah. And um she she hates it. She's like, "Why do you always cry?" I'm like, "Cuz I'm upset. I'm allowed to cry, you know." Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving good. it like That's the last really time last time I left her. I was like, "I don't know what I don't know the next time I'm going to see you." And then all this then then that was before this all hit. So I, now I really don't know when we're going to see each other next, you know? So um yeah, I I think um a l- majority of the guys are are not going to express stuff because they don't want they don't want to look weak, I guess, you know? And me, right. so, you know, me I, like I perfect example is not th- not yesterday but last friday um i was supposed to have my kids and like a picture came up on my my amazon echo um of me with my kids and i knew i wasn't going to see them because of this whole pandemic thing and i just broke down in my office and my 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 good friend my my best friend who i've known for <laughs> since he lo- like looks in he goes what's going on i was like i got to go home and i just went and i i told him i was like this is what happened i was like i really just i need to go home and just uh take a nap or something like that. And that, that's how I am, you know, like, uh, it's, uh, I, 
I, th- I know it's a good thing. Like people think it's a good thing, but sometimes it's a bad thing because I, I like, I can't control it. Sometimes it just hits me hard, you know? I, you know, I think it's, it, it is good because especially in men, they can bottle all of these emotions up and instead of sadness, yeah, it turns into anger. Yeah. And you know, like now I read an article with this pandemic going on. There have been, this is the longest it's been without school shootings in like yeah. X amount of years, yeah. Yeah, crazy amount of years. Yep. And most of these shootings are uh, males. Yep. And I really think that it's attributed to them being it, 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 it being engraved in them that they cannot feel certain emotions that they're yeah. not allowed to be sad or cry or what have you. Well, one, one so of I the think best it's things. really healthy. Not saying you'd ever be a shooter, but you know, like at least it's not turning into anger and you're like punching <laughs> walls or whatever. Shooter. You know, <laughs> I, I one of the best things I ever did was one when, when was started going to a psychiatrist and and going to therapy because because of that, you know. But I. I don't think a lot of guys do well with that kind of stuff because they won't open up to a stranger like that, you know? So, and that's, yeah, which is I, not a good thing. And, and so like, good, what, like, like what you were just saying, healthy person should be in therapy. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, I, I don't have a therapist right now. I'm like, but I'm between therapists, but, um, uh, I have a very good psychiatrist that, that sees me twice a month. And, and that's, that's good enough for me right now while I, while I look for a real therapist. For, for, uh, you know, so, but, um, I think, I think that's super important because you're not going to talk to your spouse about certain things that are bothering you as much as they're your spouse and stuff like that. You, you know, it's going to trigger something and and it's always good to talk to somebody about it. And it's obviously not going to be your friend if it could be like a, a doctor or somebody professional that knows how to talk to you about it. I think it's a, it's a great thing. It really is. It's helped me tremendously right. over the and last they, two years. They have no agenda. They're, they're, exactly. They have no attachment to your life in any way. So exactly. any advice or anything they give, you know it's coming from, you know, it's not, uh, I can't think of the word right now. I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know. But, yeah. You said your questions were going to get weird. What happened to What happened to the weird questions? You just asked me, you're asking me trustworthy questions. <laughs> <laughs> because I told you, I said, I'm. I'm very much whatever you say, I'm listening. Yeah, I got so you. I, and I appreciate I that. I ask a question. Yeah, so I ask based off of what the – instead of just like, okay, wasn't really listening. Anyways, now <laughs> next question. Uh, next. Yeah, yeah it, because it doesn't go. Like, no, no, I agree. The question was, were, were you surprised to find love so quickly after separation? Um, yes, I was. I really was. Um, and she, she is got me through some dark times, especially in the beginning, like really, really, uh, got me through a lot. And, um, that, that's something that like drew me to her even more, you know, what, what, what I started doing is I started focusing on making her happy. Like I could see that she was, she was not, um, she, she was like a tortured soul almost person. Um, and, you know, when you're, when you're in a relationship, a long distance, everything's virtual, you know? So I, I was like, please send me a picture of you smiling. You know, like I want to, I want to see you smiling and stuff like that. And that's how we kind of started off going back and forth. And, um, she, I don't want to get too much into like why, why I got divorced because I, I don't, that's, that's not for, uh, that's not for anybody else, you know, but, um, she got, she turned a lot of stuff around for me and, 
and um, was like a light at the end of the tunnel for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I was, in, I was in a dark yeah. place and, and um, she, she kind of pulled me out of it, you know, like in, in a friend way at first. And then, you know, then we fell in love. I'm, I'm really happy for you for that. And like you said, it wasn't like, oh, I'm getting in a relationship to get over this. It just it happened organically from a friendship. Yeah, it totally did. It absolutely did. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I love that for you. Yeah. It, it was, it's, it's a strange way to, it's a strange way, but you know what, how many people, how many people does that happen to now with, with the way the internet is and stuff like that? So, you know, I mean, yeah, it. everyone is so <clears throat> accessible and you know, you, yeah. you can meet anyone from anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then it's like, and, and I mean, like what we were discussing earlier, it's not like you were like, seeking that because now look, you know, you, you guys have a lot of obstacles to overcome because Absolutely. of the distance, yeah. you know? Yep. So it's not like, Oh, let me go find this beautiful girl in San Diego. Right. You know, exactly. Like, it just happened. Yep. You can't control who you love. You love who you love. Yep. hundred percent. What's the other thing? Um, what is your, well, okay. Before that, is this girlfriend, she see because she seems just from what you've told me, what yeah. what I picture in my mind, mm -hmm. she seems very different from your exes. Oh yeah. Like all your exes. Yes. hundred percent different. Free spirit. Um, just, uh, just winging stuff, you know, like when we, when I go there or she comes here, it's just like, you know, there's nothing planned and I have to curb myself because I'm such a planner, you know? So like, I'll, I'll do like little things. We like, I want to do this today and then, and then we could do whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, it's like, a, it's a, it's a push pull kind of thing where, um, we're, we're both very opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to stuff like that. Like I, you know, I, you're I'm, very type A, she's very type B. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm very much scheduling and, and on top of stuff and everything like that. And she's just like, you know, whatever happens, happens. And that's great. I, you know, I need that in my life because I'm so structured, you know? That's how I feel about Kayla too. Yeah. Like I'm so type A everything. I mean, my friends make fun of me for my planners because yeah. we literally have a <clears throat> schedule by the hour. But you know what? By the uh, and so you're laughing too, but by the end of these vacations, they're like, we did so much. Right. And I'm right. like, I know because there wasn't two hours yeah. of sitting next to a water fountain saying, well, what are we going to do next? Right. You know, exactly. Because it's all already planned. Like even like downtime is planned and in there. Like, Oh, go back to the, room for an hour, right. up, chill, whatever. Yep. And, and that's uh, what, that's yeah. what I like. Like, uh, like one time I went there and we stayed in the, we stayed in the city in San Diego and she lives in San Diego, but we just, we got a hotel in the city and I said, I want to do this and this. And then the rest of the day we can do whatever, you know, we'll go, go to the park and hang out or whatever. And, you know, because it's not, it's not as much a vacation as, as much as it's a, uh, it's for us to spend time together, you know, and, and be able to, and be able to enjoy each other. So, um, it can't be, it can't be all structured. It, you have to wing it a little bit. And, and that's what I like. That's what I love about her because that's how she is, you know, like, it's just that, that I need that in my life. I, 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 I need to be unstructured sometimes. I told Kayla, I said that she's planning the next vacation when this is all over. And she was like, Oh no. She's <laughs> like, I can't make a schedule. Cause that's all she knows. She only knows 
uh, lies with right. vacations with schedule. Right. Because uh, she didn't even have vacations until she met me. So she's like, oh, well, I don't I wouldn't know what to do without a schedule. And my, my ex-wife was like, worse than me. Okay, it'll be fine. My, my ex-wife was worse I'd than me. That. She she is um my ex is like if we went to Disney, there was like itineraries and, and we were going to be here at this time, here at that time. And I would just be like, all right, just point me in a direction, you know? I was like, I it almost, almost outdid it for me, almost killed it for me, you know? Really? Yeah. I, yep. I asked Kayla, and I think that she really, we'll have to have Kayla on sometime. Yes. I think that she really likes it. No, no, I'm not saying so that. I, what I'm saying is my ex-wife was, I'm, I'm structured and I like to schedule stuff, but hers was too much, you know, to the point where the kids are like, I don't want to do that. And be like, well, we got to do this. You know, it's like, it's like sometimes you got to bend a little bit, you know? You got you got to oh. you got to you just have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, mine uh, we'll get into my stuff another time. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh do you take boner pills? Boner pills? I do not take boner pills. <laughs> okay. Although I I've always Does wanted to a- see what they what they did. I've never really, you know, I never I never had the um uh, I, I don't have that issue yet. I, I I hope I don't have it anytime soon. But I guess you know I'm glad there's things out there that that help if that does happen. You know. What do you think was your best performance age sexually? Um, I would say now. I would say like I like, knew you were gonna yeah. say that. I knew it. Yeah. I, I would say it. now. I, I would it's say it's that love. It's that love. I saw it is. pictures of your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, you guys, Jimmy sent me a photo of his girlfriend and what he is jacking off to, and it's just a the <laughs> Wait, most innocent. I was gonna say, please, please photo. make sure that because if she hears this, she's like, "What picture are you sending to me?" I just make sure worst, that it's worst of all. Yeah, she she's fully clothed, and and it gets even more innocent. It's a Snapchat filtered photo, so she has. Like the little glasses on, right? So she's just like the cute little nerd girl. She's very beautiful. Yeah, she is very gorgeous. You are so lucky. Way out of my league, (laughs) and you know it's just like (laughs) no, (laughs) yes. You're you're wonderful. You deserve. Thank you. you I appreciate uh, that. everything thank you very much i was gonna say a, a <laughs> million you, pretty girls but then i don't want to make your girlfriend mad okay do one, you, do one you girl, take one boner pills girl. you asked me <laughs> <laughs> does anxiety get in the way of boners um when i'm home by myself yes when when i'm with jamie or when i'm with my girlfriend no not at all okay not From- not, not one bit Previous, okay, obviously yeah. this relationship is going uh, swimmingly, but yeah. previous relationships, was there ever trouble down below? No, no, I've never had an issue like that. Not even, not even. Were you, a- okay, so like, let's say during this weird pregnancy thing you guys did where it was like on a schedule uh, and it was like time, time to go. You weren't like, oh shit, I can't do this, you know, because I feel like I would have that. I have anxiety for your boners okay like i i couldn't imagine <laughs> having to erect a part of my body you know you don't like have if i'm to. not a hundred percent there you don't have to erect the part of your body <laughs> i know but if i did if there was a part to be erected it I, just I happens i could have even done porn, yeah you know? no it's like, just that, that's listen that uh, i don't know what it's like when when it doesn't have when it doesn't work so i don't know but um, when we were having kids, first of all, my daughter, we had 
first first time first shot was was in it was a shoot he shoots he scores <laughs> my son took a little took like three or four months but um uh and we were fortunate because a lot of people have you know take a lot of time sometimes so we were fortunate but um i don't i did not have any um performance issues back then because you know what it's like you know I, first of all i was what i was um 33 32 32 33 so you know that's not you know i i didn't have any issues back then and even though we were doing it every day it's not like we weren't doing it 17 times a night it was just once a day you know but right right at bedtime so it wasn't an issue wow okay i'm i'm really happy for you because i would be so scared for all, all, i'm scared for <laughs> you have all boner the anxiety in the world I worry about you guys. Okay, when did you shave your head? Oh, um, I started shaving my head in like 1998, and I and I had hair, and I just thought, I was like, "Fuck this! I don't want to." I, I I remember coming home from Supercuts, and I got a haircut, and I was like, "I'm sick of paying for fucking haircuts," and I just went and I and I I bought a Clippers, and I I buzzed my head like with a number two, and kept it short like really, really short. And then uh, I gradually just started getting shorter and shorter. Now I, now I just use like a regular, like a regular razor and, and shave my head. Um, I'm, I feel I, like but, everyone would shave their head after <clears throat> super cuts. Uh, well, I'm a guy though. I mean, for me, my, I, I, I was losing my hair though. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like I had this like giant head of hair. I just, you know, it was like, you know, give me a number two on the side and number three on top. And it, and I was like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not paying fifteen or twenty dollars, whatever it was back then, to get my hair cut. And I just gave up and just and just started shaving my head. And fortunately, I have, you know, I have a round head. I don't have like any any dents or anything like that. So I have a good bald head, so it works. You know, we were just discussing this found, in a scope the other day. <laughs> yeah, I bald guys there there seems to be really high qualities about bald guys i also read that bald guys have significantly higher testosterone really than a guys with yeah full heads of hair really or i, even I never half, heard that half heads of hair yes yes I, I read that um and uh and you know i don't read i'm not like reading like the onion or anything either, right you know like i'm like in the <laughs> i read it in the inquirer stuff, jimmy so. i read it in the inquirer <laughs> right exactly exactly um so i you know look at i think there's something to that and also just every bald guy i've ever met has been like a really upstanding guy and i really? don't know why that is like yeah i i don't know i i, I swear there's like something genetic I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, moving, yeah, that's on, weird. moving on. Um, to more bald, bald stuff. Bald stuff. Do you like when women touch your head? Um. Well, it doesn't bother me. Like, I, like when I'm with my girlfriend. Like, if we're watching TV, I like. I like when she rubs my head. I never really had anybody come up to me and rub rub my head like uh, a stranger or anything like that, though. Have you ever had women? fetishize over your head <laughs> definitely not what do you mean like they're like i got it <laughs> oh hey i saw you on this dating app i really love bald guys. i love bald, never had that i i love your bald head to rub all over my pussy that <laughs> ne ne never happened to you never well i've never been on a dating app for one but um so i <laughs> I, I don't uh though dating apps intrigue me though and i i won't go on one but but i i 
I want to know how they work so bad because I just feel like I, I have I um I have I have people that I know that have used them and I'm just like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, you know, swiping and and um what's the what's the one where the girls talk to the guys first M- mumble or something mumble like? that's how kayla and i met oh okay that's how you met so so what is that that if um the the girl contacts we, the we guy need to have a segment on it okay need to do a segment so we'll save it okay definitely yeah because i, I, I we're, I'm we're very gonna interested add this in that. okay because that that could be a whole a whole show okay and i i've had a lot of experience on them too lots Yes. I got stories, Jimmy. Oh, boy. I can't wait. That's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, I have had a very fun time. Jimmy, this has been extremely informative. I wasn't you too boring? You are a lot more interesting than you think. Really? I wasn't too boring? Yes. No. Okay, cool. It wasn't boring at all. Okay, cool. This is our longest one yet. We've been on the phone for two hours. Yeah, well, that's true. We chit-chatted a little bit beforehand, yeah. but yep. yeah. Okay, so everyone be sure to listen in next week as we chit-chat about purging our belongings, bringing some in Marie Kondo vibes, and why I have so many panties. (laughs) See you next week. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.